0: From the annals of Timberwolves history, come two men who are obsessed with terrible basketball. And they are the uh We're workshopping a new name. We're workshopping
1: many new names. <laughs> that one did not work. That yep. one...
0: Pew! Schvedheads is off the table. So for now, welcome to the Coast to Coast NBA Podcast. I'm Chilanga.
1: I'm Dylan. Or there, or maybe welcome to not the Schvedheads with Chilanga and Dylan. Yeah,
0: Schvedheads is off the table. It was a it was a fun idea, but it didn't didn't play. Um, I think that
1: should be our intro. Whenever we whenever something doesn't work, it's not we're not Coast to Coast NBA Podcast anymore. But we know what we're not. We are not the Schvedheads. This definitely this, not. This is not the Schvedheads
0: welcome welcome Dylan it's good to see you um, it is big so week good to
1: see you. Oh, for America gosh. big <laughs> big week we started we're starting NBA basketball on December 22nd nothing could be better there is no bigger news than basketball is coming back am I right yeah, ba-
0: basketball is the lead story in America because it's back basketball as Dylan wrote <laughs> on our uh prepper back December 22nd just in time for my birthday I'm a December 24th baby Capricorn shout out.
1: Happy Christmas
0: Eve. Dylan, does starting the NBA season so soon on December 22nd help December 22nd? Help the Wolves or hurt the Wolves?
1: It does help the Wolves in terms of if it goes any longer. This is the long. This is already the longest offseason that they've ever had, right? So um, no matter what, the earlier that we could start is going to be helpful to the Wolves. But is it going to help the Wolves in relation to the other teams? I don't really know. I mean, everybody's complaining that it's a two-month off season. What are we gonna do with a two-month off season? But for most of the teams, it's a three or four month off season. And yeah. for for the teams that weren't in the bubble, it's an eight-month off season or whatever. So, like, is this really going to affect the quality of play? Absolutely not. And the the teams that were in the finals or even in the semifinals, they're not going to play their stars every night. I'm sorry, but like they'll they'll not be on the second night or first night of back-to-back sometimes and that's going to happen and maybe they'll be playing in most of the primetime games but if it doesn't happen that's fine we're just getting back into action and then that's what that's what we want
0: yeah the one thing about the the uh, like they're apparently the schedule is going to be more like division based so like teams will uh, yeah. do less travel which doesn't really actually help the wolves because our division is fucking crazy it and all crazy. over the place um, but if we have to play in our division more often, that's actually going to be really bad for the Wolves because that means we're going to play the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Jazz, and the Trailblazers a ton. Why don't they just bubble again? Games.
1: We're not going to have any people in the stands all season. Why not just bubble it?
0: I know. I have season tickets with your dad, Dylan, this and. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that big check
1: that I'm going to get <laughs> with all that money back. Uh buy a new mic, Chalenga. You need to get SM7B baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I am going to do with that fat check. A nice <laughs> new mic and a fucking expensive bottle of scotch to get me
1: through um the next 2 months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because because exciting. of basketball and not because of any Thing political obviously because this is not a political podcast we stick to basketball yes you know? we do uh, did you um, see obama make that shot we stick to basketball great that's Go Obama. Right.
0: swish um we are going to move slightly away from basketball but still basketball adjacent we're going to talk about malik beasley he was recently arrested uh and then charged with two felony charges one for fifth Boo. degree drug possession uh which Boo. means he, like uh, he and his his girlfriend uh montana something is her name uh yeah fifth fifth degree they obtained it with a false medical card or some shit and then threat of harm because uh allegedly he grabbed a gun and pointed it at a family in a car uh and told them to get away what were Uh, they doing
1: on someone else's property were they high
0: I actually heard. So they said that they were on the Parade of Homes car tour. Oh, and they got like lost and fucked up. And so they went, they <laughs> okay, ended that's up at Malik Beasley's home.
1: <laughs> okay, I get it. You do get lost on the Parade of Homes. As a, as a child of parents who have taken him on thousands of parades of homes. And uh, we do, you do get lost very easily, especially if you're a dumb suburban white family. Uh, that makes
0: it, and they sound like a pretty dumb suburban white family. And
1: <laughs> I just like—I'm sorry, it's not funny, but it's so
0: not funny either. to just imagine them so scared in the car with Beasley's <laughs> pointing a gun at them. <laughs> oh God, um, Dylan, do you think he'll be able to beat these charges?
1: I hope so. I okay, he won't be able to beat them. He's gonna have to pay the ten thousand dollar fine or something, probably a yeah. fine. But I hope he doesn't have to go to jail for this. I mean, the gun in the face. Uh, well, not in the
0: face. they were there was the car i mean but I he, was, he was brandishing
1: it for sure 1.8 pounds of weed no one needs 1.8 pounds of weed malik beasley unless you're smoking up 200 people in your uh whatever your posse you don't need 1.8 pounds of weed that's gonna go moldy let me just nope. put it in into perspective i've been on the message boards the weed message boards <laughs> lately i'm not normally on them obviously but I looked at what 1.8 was. They actually were just saying what two pounds is. There was a guy who was like, I smoke multiple times a day, and two pounds would get me through probably two and a half to three years worth of smoking. That That's too much. Just don't insane. have that much weed. Don't have that much weed.
0: Yeah, I will say there seems to... I've heard stories that there's been a lot of people in and around the Beasley residence. Like, I, they, they just got like... They got homies that are just like
1: around. You that's, know? that's every NBA posse. But yeah, Malik Beasley, yeah. if you're signed with Clutch Sports. I'm a, I'm assuming anyone signed with Clutch Sports has one of the biggest posse's around.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do think though that the threat of harm charges could. There's a chance that he could actually beat those because th- th- he had called the police himself actually several times oh, in the in yeah. the weeks prior um, because there were people trespassing on his property. So there's like reason why he would like
1: armed be armed um i'm you know i'm not i I think it's an overreaction (laughs) but i you know what (laughs) anytime there's a gun involved i think it's an overreaction i don't love guns personally yeah and Uh, i like
0: words better (laughs) if you're if you are scared enough where you feel like you need to bring a gun to like tell someone to get off your property you're probably involved in some funky shit
1: Yeah, just yeah. I mean, I love Malik Beasley. Do I think that he is the future of the Timberwolves? No. So like, just smoke a little bit less weed. And yeah. maybe, maybe you should find a new girlfriend. That's what I was thinking. It seems like she was the one getting him into a lot of trouble here.
0: Oh, they're really cute though. Have you Are seen her Instagram? Okay. Yeah, they're really cute.
1: I, I have not seen the instas, sorry.
0: Yeah, he's always like embracing her culture. They're always wearing like <laughs> East Asian clothing. I, I don't know where she's from, so I don't wanna, you know, say the wrong <laughs> country. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh it's it's really cute. Uh Minnesota needs to legalize weed already though. South Dakota Absolutely. just did it. Granted, we had a busy summer, there was a lot going on us so it, i i think it probably got put on the back border but i wouldn't be surprised if in the next you know couple of years legalized, uh, legalized psychedelics
1: thing. i'm moving to oregon baby
0: yeah oregon's tight i <laughs> might move to
1: oregon too it sounds pretty dope <laughs> then
0: we could both be on the west coast from the west coast to the west we, coast
1: we can get our antifa ak-47 sent to us in the mail along with our transitioning serums that they send to every antifa member
0: one, three, one, two, Dylan. How does this affect Malik Beasley's uh free agency number? His contract. I don't,
1: I don't know. I mean, he it's not gonna be what he wants it to be. He's probably gonna be under south of 15 million. Maybe it affects it a little bit. Maybe it affects the length. Yeah. Uh I don't think he's gonna go for four years. That's that's the most years he could sign for. Probably more. I everything that I have him re-signing as is like three years or less. So
0: yeah, I just think he's going to want to get back out on the mar- the market for some big money because I think even right. before this, he was going to get squeezed by the market just cuz there it's oh, like a yeah. weird free agency year, teams are not going to have a lot of time. Um and so like you know, I think Fred Van Vliet, for example, is going to benefit from teams not having a lot of time because teams oh. are going to pay him a lot of money. But Malik Easley is VV. kind of a big question mark.
1: You know, VV is going for 25 mil this Dude, year. He's going to make way too much money. It's going to be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to stay in Toronto and I feel bad for Masai.
0: Well, he's- we'll see. We'll see a conversation for another pod. All right. So that's all the news um, today. The meat of the pod. We're going to talk about the Timberwolves draft because draft the draft is coming up in 10 days. Can you believe it, Dylan? Oh, 10
1: days. I'm so excited. I can't. Like This is like week after week after week of me just being glued to my phone. I know. I can't believe it. Like The news cycle has just been crazy for me. Shout out to Steve Kornacki, by the way. I just love you, Steve Kornacki. Oh, let's get into these. Uh, these but, before we
0: got on the pod, Dylan told me that his girlfriend was going to break up for him because he's too horny for Steve Cornacki. And he did not fail to bring him up on pod.
1: I believe it. He is just such a great data analyst. I, analyst. <laughs> Sorry. Analyst. <laughs> okay. So we have
0: three picks in the draft. I, I think that, like, what everyone wants to talk about and what the hot the hot goss is, is that the wolves are probably going to trade this pick and they want to trade this pick, uh, the please, number one baby, pick please. because there's, it's really a scary draft to be picking number one. Um, and so let's trade down. So Dylan and I put together a few trades. Um, Dylan, why don't you start, give me, give me a trade or two and, and we'll talk about it.
1: I got to figure out which one I want at number four. Cause are we going from our worst trade to our best trade? Um, you just, you can do your worst or your best.
0: Just give me, Whatever you want to start with, use come. I want it to come from your heart.
1: I'm this one's coming from straight from my heart. It is the worst trade, yes. Uh, it's coming from the top of my heart. You know how like the bottom of your heart is supposed to be the good one, the top of your heart is the worst part. Uh, we are trading James Johnson, Jarrett Culver 2022 round one, 2020 round one via Brooklyn, that number 17 pick, and the 2020 round one that number one pick, mm-hmm. ours, to the Suns mm-hmm. for Devin Booker. I don't think it gets it done. I don't think there's anything that can get it done. And oh. it's just what every Timberwolves fan is thinking about right now, and I wanted to bring it up on the pod and just let you know all these Timberwolves fans who are hoping for Devin Booker don't get your damn hopes up.
0: So basically, it's it's Jarrett Culver plus 17 and number, number one this year. Excuse me, number one this year. And then and they keep their own pick so they have three picks this year and then a 2022
1: unprotected is that what it was uh yeah 2022 unprotected 2020 unprotected our number one and then uh our our 2020 uh yeah seven pick. well
0: they can't trade the 22 because they traded the 21 so it'd have to be 23 I don't know why the website lets you do that
1: oh real oh because they traded it this year yeah Shit. um so it'd be 23. Maybe even the 25 unprotected. Yeah,
0: that probably doesn't get it done. And if I'm Phoenix, like, I don't want three picks in this draft. That's <laughs> it's like, I want Devin Booker. And right. even if Devin Booker wants out, he has no leverage at the moment. So,
1: God, I'm going to have to change that for future trades. Yep. Nope. There's no Devin Booker. Let's agree on it. That's done. Okay.
0: I did, a, uh, I did a Pistons trade. I did two Pistons trade, actually, and I'm going to give you both of them. Love it. Um,
1: That's what think- we love. Every our podcast listeners love to hear some Pistons content.
0: Yeah, and I think there's some some good opportunities at number seven for as far as players. Um, so the first Pistons trade is pretty pretty normal. It's uh, number one and Jake Layman for number seven and Luke Kennard. Um, so we upgrade our white dude and uh, get the number seven pick. How, what what do you think? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not
1: giving up Jake L. I will never <laughs> quit you, Jake L.
0: I know, I love Jake L. Here's here's the really fun one though, okay? This one, don't don't hate me for this. The Pistons get James Johnson, Jake Lehman, Jacob Evans, Jarrett Culver, <laughs> and the number one pick. And the Timberwolves get you guessed it, Blake Griffin.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's upgrade our white guy for the big pink.
0: <laughs> big Pink. So they get they get Blake Griffin the number 7 and then I threw in a 2022 Pistons top 5 protected pick just cuz like Blake Griffin is kind of an it, it's a pretty negative asset. I mean, if Blake Griffin is healthy, he's really good, but betting on Blake Griffin's health is like um Betting that uh, I'm gonna show up Andrew on Wiggins time to record good. a podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> is like, yeah, or is like uh, betting on Andrew Wiggins to be a good player next yeah, year. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So I, I won't do it. Um, Dylan, why don't you give me another one?
1: Uh, okay, but uh, well, I just have to say I love that one. I love. I'm betting. I'm putting all in on Blake Griffin. Can you imagine him running the offense with, uh, with having actual shooting with him? Oh my god! That's well, insane.
0: I think I love that trade too because it doesn't accelerate our timeline. Like we have Blake Griffin for two years and we still get a player in this draft and we get a future first round pick as well. So like, it's, it's a really good asset play and plus like Jarrett Culver can go and the rest, Jacob Evans, James Johnson, and Jake Lehman. That's just like garbage, Um, but it helps the Pistons free up some cap space and uh, they just get to sort of get a little bit of a refresh.
1: I have a similar one to that, but I'm not gonna go into that one yet because that one's a four-teamer, and you just gotta be ready for that one. And you're I love not, four-teamers. You are not ready for that one. All right, Delegates. Okay, so the Timberwolves are sending James Johnson, Jared Culver, and the 2020 first or our 2020 pick, mm-hmm. number, number one, one. yep, to the Kings. We are receiving Buddy Healed, their number 12 this year, uh, or the 12 overall, and their 2021. Actually, no. It has to be twenty twenty two top ten protected. Okay. Or can it? Or can it be? It can be twenty twenty one if it if they draft the if player it first. On
0: draft night, yeah. So let's um, let's
1: say, say twenty twenty one because we need that. That needs to be twenty twenty one. Yeah,
0: we need a pick next year. Um, I don't mind it. I'm not a huge Buddy
1: Hield. I wanted the t- Timberwolves to draft Buddy Hield. Oh God. You know. I well, I wanted Jamal Murray, but you know, like I'm just better at draft analysis. So. Okay. Well. <laughs> Look, I also a, like Chris Dunn, so <laughs> yeah. Um, but
0: I think that uh, Buddy Healed is just fine. I think that if we it would be cool to get Buddy Healed because then we wouldn't have to put all our eggs in the Malik Beasley basket, yes. Um, but I don't, I don't love Healed's contract,
1: um, right? Well, that and that's kind of what we're gonna have that. to if we're gonna get a third star, that's what we're going to go for as a distressed asset. That's the only way.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then, you know, I, I think like the stair step idea of like, well, we get this bigger contract, w- which could maybe help us down the line to get a bigger player, plus these extra draft assets. So it's not terrible. I don't think the Kings do it. Um, You don't think the Kings do it? You think they're going for Zach Levine? I I don't know what they're going for, but I, I don't think...
1: Heald's off the team. You think so? I mean that's he's not responding to his coaches right now so.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's not texting back. I I remember that. Yeah, I wonder I I I like Beeld in uh, Philadelphia, but Beeld be <laughs> Beald,
1: Beeld Philadelphia. Beeld. Okay. I don't blame him to be honest for not responding to Luke Walton. I wouldn't respond to Luke Walton either. Yeah, Luke Walton sucks. Booy. You going me to the next pick?
0: Heat. Okay, so uh there's a lot of speculation about Charlotte wanting James Wiseman. So here's the logic to it. Charlotte wants a center in James Wiseman. The Timberwolves have the number one pick. They probably draft Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball. The Golden State Warriors, if they draft at number two, they probably draft James Wiseman because they don't need another guard. They've got Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Which means that if the Hornets want James Wiseman, they need to get to number one. That's the logic. Anyway. My Hornets trade is a three-teamer. You're going to love it, Dylan.
1: Okay, as long as it's a three-teamer, because I hate the Hornets.
0: It goes like this. The Timberwolves get uh, Terry Rozier, an Atlanta second-round pick this year, and the number three pick. The Hornets get James Johnson, the number one pick, and Tobias Harris. And the Sixers get Nick Batum and a lottery protected future uh Hornets pick.
1: Wait, so it's a four-teamer?
0: No, it's a three-teamer. Wait, no, the the oh,
1: I, Atlanta comes from from
0: Philly. I wanted okay. I just I wanted to throw you off a little bit. So Woo! Terry Rozier on the Wolves, James Johnson, Tobias Harris on the Hornets, Nick Batum on the 76ers.
1: Why do the Sixers do that? Oh, I guess they get off of, uh, they they get off of Harris and that's amazing. They get
0: off like 120, no, a (laughs) hundred and like $7 million.
1: And it gets them smaller. I think Maury really wants to get Ben Simmons small ball going. So Mm -hmm. that's good. And Uh, I don't
0: think Nick Batum is done. Plus like Nick Batum is just a more movable contract than Tobias Harris. Uh, so it, it just, I feel like the 76ers, that would be a really good asset play. Um, but... I say,
1: I say yes. If I'm the Sixers, I say yes. If I'm the wolves, but, but in my heart, I'm saying no. Cause I hate Terry Rozier and I don't want to see any more players under six, six on this team.
0: Yeah. He, I mean, he would be a dope, like six man though.
1: Yeah, he would. That's true. But he's not willing to be a sixth man. That's, evident as uh it wasn't with the celtics but uh i say no if i'm charlotte i think because they don't want to give up too much they're going to get james wiseman either way maybe it depends on whether the timberwolves go with lamello or wiseman or maybe they go left field you know so but
0: i mean know. i don't know if they gave up too much like, they gave up to they have Devonte graham and they got they get tobias harris who is like a really competent player who can help them be good now and
1: they still have so some... much money it's it so is much money. more money than Nick Batum and they actually know Nick Batum Jordan doesn't ah uh, Jordan is dumb enough to do it
0: yeah i mean that's bad i don't i don't like any of the hornets players i don't want Miles Bridges i don't want Malik Monk i don't i PJ Washington would be dope but he's off the table off the table yeah um so i don't i'm not too jazzed about uh Hornets trade
1: that's that's like the best trade you could possibly do for the Hornets so good on you for that now it's my turn huh yeah (sighs) okay I am doing this one just out of respect for the Timberwolves beat culture you know we have to we have to respect beat culture right Mm -hmm. and now that we are MSM mainstream media the Timberwolves are ascending James Johnston, Josh Accobe, the 2024 no, first I'm round Josh. pick. Fuck. What? Yeah, it oh, has Josh. to be sorry. Our 2020. Wait, uh, we, can we send? We okay, which we can send. Well, no, but it has to be 25, 23, uh our number one this year, and Malik Beasley on a sign and trade for 13.6 million. Don't ask me why it was the point six million. It just had happened to be to be like what the automatic in- entry was for three years. So like a 40 million over three years. Mm-hmm. Uh for Ben Simmons and Marial Shayak. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's not a two way contract. Oh,
0: it's a Ben Simmons trade. I fuck.
1: I hate. I I, I'm sorry.
0: Ben Simmons is not coming to Minnesota.
1: Do you see this? My, my arm is twisted right now by our producer. And that's the only reason why I had to uh, put, include this trade.
0: And I guess our producer is Wolves Twitter, like, <laughs> responding to Wolves Twitter. It's just not going to happen. I mean, John Krasinski wrote an article about it, kind of. He didn't pose any, like, possible trades. He just sort of, like, narrativized, like, why and what would need to happen, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Daryl Mori's not trading Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid,
1: no soon. way. Well, maybe Joel Embiid, if anyone, soon, because he could yes. actually get, as we've talked about, James Harden on his team, and James Harden plus Joel Embiid is a lot less enticing than James Harden plus Ben Simmons, because we, as we talked about, Ben Simmons is like a ten times supercharged Russell Westbrook, so it'd be very interesting to see that small ball together, yes, actual shooting. But yeah, yeah, and you know, on. maybe
0: I think you and I are probably higher on Ben Simmons than like the league is as a whole. I think there's like oh, absolutely. a lot of questions about Ben Simmons and like people think that he needs to be able to shoot. I don't think he needs to be able to shoot to be a really awesome player. He's already made an all NBA team and he's like 22. Like, come on now. Oh, He's, that... he's amazing. He's going to be,
1: he's going to go down as a top, top, top five defender of all time. Yeah. He's, I'm, he's I'm so good,
0: but he's not coming to the wolves. We don't, we don't have the assets for it. Um, And like there are there are other teams that could trade for him if he was even on the table, which I don't think he's going to be on the table anytime soon unless he decides that he doesn't want to be in Philadelphia. But I imagine Daryl Morey is going to make some significant changes that are going to make Philadelphia a lot better. So
1: is there a limit as to how far into the future you can trade your first round picks because it would have to be like 23, 25, 27, 29, 31?
0: Uh, There is a limit. I think it's seven years.
1: Okay. Yeah. Whatever it is, maybe that we'd have to include that 2027 then, or or maybe that is was that I don't know if that would be included. I whatever, not not possible.
0: Yeah, not we're not getting benedictions. Thanks, thanks for doing that, Dylan. I know that you didn't want to. Um, I yeah. appreciate it. Okay, I have one last trade. You're gonna love this one. I, <sighs> I freaked out when I got it to work. Okay, so <clears throat> it's it's four teams. It's pretty complicated. So I'm just gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna explain. So the 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 pick swaps here are. Uh, the Bulls get the number one pick, and the Timberwolves get the number four pick. So that's kind of like the basic pick swaps. Now here's here's all the players happening, okay? The Timberwolves get Otto Porter Jr. from the Bulls. The Timberwolves send uh, Jarrett Culver to the Bulls and James Johnson to the Hornets. The Hornets are here just to uh, facilitate the money, and they get a little bit of draft capital. Bulls send Zach Levine to the Bucks mm. for Dante Divincenzo, Robin Lopez, and Ursan Ilyasova.
1: All to the Bulls.
0: All to the Bulls. And then the Bucks also send Dragon Dragon Bender to the Hornets to make the money work.
1: <laughs> the, so I, I could totally imagine the Hornets just taking on Dragon Bender.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. So 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 so, when it's all said and done, the Timberwolves basically trade number one and Jarrett Culver for number four and Otto Porter. Plus they get some draft capital from capital from the Bucks. Um, and their number 30. Uh, I I don't know exactly. I have it here as their 21 pick oh, and wow. their 22 second rounder from Indiana.
1: Um, it would be their 30 next year or their 30 this year, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a great pick, but it's like just a little bit of extra something. Yeah. Um, and the Bulls clear a ton of cap space. This puts them at like, uh, they they cleared like twenty six million dollars in cap space because they trade Otto Porter Jr., who's making a ton of money, uh, which makes them a free agent this like uh they put them in the free agent market which is good cuz of Chicago and they can get free agents there and it's good to clear up some money for next year anyway um what do you think
1: okay so my so i'm thinking that this number 4 is likely Okoro in your mind maybe mm-hmm. Edwards maybe if he drops
0: but yeah i don't think he would drop but well, but like, who are the Bulls taking? They're probably. Taking I would think they take Lamelo. Yeah, Lamelo. Chicago seems like a great place for Lamelo.
1: Um, even though, well, they're getting rid of Zach Levine in this case too, so they don't have a ball hand, or they're missing their last year's like primary scorer. So yeah, LaMelo. and they still
0: they they still have Kobe White, but I I don't right. think that they see him as like a full time like starting point guard.
1: Right. 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 And, and that actually would be great if they're sharing duties with LaMelo. Because I don't think LaMelo is probably a full-time starting point guard either. Yeah. So.
0: And I think that would give them an interesting, you know, interesting options. Plus, they have Dante DiVincenzo and Jarrett Culver. So, they get two extra young guys who could be, like, solid rotation players moving forward.
1: Great from their uh, perspective. But, may, okay. So, from the Timberwolves' perspective, mm-hmm. I really like I really like Okoro or like being able to trade down to grab a Coral or even Anthony Edwards. Cause obviously we don't know what's going on, but James Wiseman maybe. And then would the, would Charlotte take Anthony Edwards? Because they already have a lot of guys that are similar to that in Malik Monk, you know, whether it's Malik Monk or whether it's miles bridges or whether it's, you know, uh yeah, I would wonder if, whatever. if
0: Wiseman was off the board, if Charlotte would reach for Okongwu.
1: Yeah, that's possible. And then we could, take edwards i would love edwards at four you know but uh but you know there's also the possibility of of uh the bulls taking edwards so yep. basically whoever drops is great that's great for the for the wolves i love that and then we get a starting what uh three four uh in, in auto in so, yeah and and he just slots in there really perfectly for us i love it i love and he, it yeah.
0: Gives gives the wolves a veteran who can like a a glue guy that makes their roster make sense because they're really like they are missing uh a, a three like a forward like <laughs> there's yeah. just none of none of that on the roster so I thought it was cool and I thought it was really good for the Bucks too because they get to keep Eric Bledsoe and get that uh, other creator that they desperately need um, so that would make the Bucks starting lineup in Sa- Eric Bledsoe oh my God. Zach Levine Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. Giannis and Brooke Lopez. Are you kidding me?
1: Will Chris Middleton touch the ball? like I have one more trade. All right, let's hear it. Uh, Okay, so this is another four-teamer. I'm going to figure out as I go how I'm going to explain it. It's basically the Timberwolves and Celtics with a bunch Mm -hmm. of pick swaps. So um, the Timberwolves are sending James Johnson, Jake L, and Jarrett Culver to the Celtics. Okay. And the number one pick to the Celtics. Whoa. The Timberwolves are also sending their first round Brooklyn pick, number 17, to the Kings. And they're sending their the their 2020 round two, this year's round oh. two, number 33 pick overall to the Bucks. Oh, sick. Okay. <laughs> I like where this is heading. <laughs> uh, the Timberwolves are receiving Gordon Hayward, the number 12 overall pick from the Kings, uh, the number 30 overall pick from the Bucks, and the number 14 overall pick from the Celtics. The Celtics are sending their 2020 round one to the Kings, uh, which is, what like is that? Uh, 14 or uh, 26 or something? 26. That's what it is. And their 2020 personal round personal to the to Milwaukee round 1. They're round 1. They're they're sending whichever they're, they're, their are, other two picks. Dylan, are you okay? Did you just have a stroke? I, I think yeah, I think <laughs> I just had a stroke. I'm a victim here on this podcast. Okay, which one was their own and which one was was their 1 via Milwaukee? They sent their I, own pick via Milwaukee. They have this year
0: the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Grizzlies. So that Grizzlies is 14. The Bucks must be 30 and then the Celtics is 26 and the Bucks pick I was confused cuz the Bucks have a a pick from the Pacers in the first round this
1: year. It's so confusing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was confusing for me too while I was making the trade. Yep, yep. Okay, so wait, what are the Bucks sending
0: us? The Bucks sent over I guess Indiana the Indiana pick they have. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Which is like 2023 20, or 24
1: or something like that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yes, that is true. So we're going to be in 23, picking at 23, at 14, and at 12. And then we're sending number 17 to the Kings, number 1 to the Celtics, and our second round, number 33, to the Bucks. So okay, the Bucks why,
0: are... why, why do the Kings trade down here? Tell me.
1: Okay, the Kings need to have as many bites of the apple. Vivek, loves to just pick and pick and pick in the first round right yeah and they're only dropping five picks plus they get that uh boston celtics round oh one they get the at, 20 26 uh that number 26 pick as well so they get two picks in the first round and who knows like lots of guys can can drop in this draft okay t- who are the players involved uh The players, the Timberwolves get Gordon Hayward, mm-hmm. and then the Timberwolves give up James Johnson, Jake Lehman, and Jarek Culver. The number one pick is what the Celtics are going for here because the Celtics are looking for that third star uh-huh. to pair with the Jays. Who does Milwaukee J-twins. get? Milwaukee gets... So they're giving up that number 23 overall, and they're getting the 33rd overall pick and their own round one at number 30. So instead of picking at 23 or whatever, they're picking at 30 and 33. Okay. So they're not, they're not trading any, uh, any players. They're not trading any players. They're only the only players. So the reason why I was doing this was because I was trying to get the Timberwolves the best and the most amount of picks as possible. So like three picks, you know, as, as good of picks as I could possibly get from, from three different teams, basically.
0: Dylan, this is a great team for the Wolves, or a great trade for the Wolves. But I think every other team says no.
1: <laughs> but the Celtics want to get off of Gordon Hayward.
0: Yeah, but they don't want the number one pick. Like what? They want someone who's going to help them now. They're trying to win uh, a championship. James Wiseman helps them right now. I don't know if
1: he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I think this if I was Celtic- in my heart.
0: I would be I would be trying to work
1: with Indiana to get Miles Turner. That's okay. the deal. Well you know? whatever. Yeah, you're right. Miles Turner for Gordon Hayward. They probably prefer that. But if they're really thinking towards like, hey, let's make this a generational thing. Let's keep going, you know? Yeah. Maybe Drew Holiday would also him. be an interesting fit there. Oh, let's stop talking about the Celtics, please. We're <laughs> not this isn't Rosillo and Bill Simmons.
2: Okay.
0: Trades are done. Take a deep breath, Dylan. That was a, that last one was a brain bender. I have a, I have a headache from that. All those, all those picks and years. Let's (laughs) bring it back to reality. And there goes gravity. Oops, there goes gravity. Oh my God. Did you see? I don't want to talk about politics, but did you see that Biden video, (laughs) that vote video? So corny. Oh my God. Cool guy Joe (laughs) added again. He's that motherfucker.
1: Um, I'm sorry. I just called our president
0: elect a motherfucker.
1: That's (laughs) well, but Um, we've called the other president a motherfucker too. So come on. Yeah, it's equal. So, Dylan, the Wolves keep the number one pick. Who do you take? I, there's no way, no one wants it. Anthony Edwards, we all know why. Anthony Edwards, super big upside. I can't wait to get another Andrew Wiggins in our starting lineup a high upside guy who we don't know if he's going to try on defense. I think he's going to try a little bit harder. He really has a lot of heart. Like he has a lot of energy on the court. He gets really excited when he makes big plays, which Andrew Wiggins never showed. I love Anthony Edwards. I know that I turned you around on Anthony Edwards a little bit since our last podcast. So that's totally,
0: I had Anthony way too low on my board. And as I was making my board, I knew I was like, "Ah, he's going to come up. He's going to, fly up this board the more that I think about it and like you know it's hard to convince yourself like oh yeah that team was bad and so like it, it's gonna be different when he's on a good team uh you know or whatever because that that's like the excuse for the apathy and the poor shot selection and whatnot but his body his athleticism his shot making and creating ability his floor is like pretty high you know if he can walk into mm-hmm. the league and put up 18 points a game, like that is something and that's valuable. Even if he, he like isn't efficient enough to be a starter, if he's coming
1: off the bench and scoring some points, that's valuable. Um, this isn't a good comp, but like Ben Simmons at LSU to, to add to your point, we were so worried about him and like, would he be trying on defense? now he's the best defender in the league. So
0: yeah, it, 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 it could happen. Apathy can, can play a big role when you're that good. Yeah. Um, And You know, like my money is on Anthony Edwards for rookie of the year. And so like if we're thinking about also players that are going to be a uh, more valuable trade asset, like a rookie of the year who is scoring in the high teens, maybe the low 20s within the first three years of their career. That's like enticing to teams, whereas LaMelo, who has been on the top of my board and I, I and I love the potential that I see in LaMelo. He's going to be a little bit of a project because he's like he has an idea in his head of who he is, and he's like very ball dominant and like needs to run the offense. And I just don't know how long it's going to take for him to be good enough to do that at an
1: NBA level. I called Denny of Dia in our draft, uh, in our big board podcast, mm-hmm. the Horny Bonk, uh, the, the Horny Bonk Luka Doncic. Yeah, but I think the reality, like Lamelo's the Horny Bonk Luka Doncic, right?
0: Yeah, that's like because because he's got the same type of like game as Luca—the passing, the deep threes, the like total control of the game. He just isn't as good, you know. <laughs> he's yeah, just... and like you look at Lamelo and you and you see this tall guy, guy with great vision and like a real good feel for the game, and like you see all the potential, and, and it's, the ceiling is so high, but the. Outcome. Basement is the, so low. Yeah, and like the chances that he's gonna fulfill all every bit of that potential are, are super low. Uh,
1: Shalinka, have you ever seen the movie Journey to the Center of the Earth? Uh no, with uh with the guy from The Mummy. Uh wait, was that Brendan Fraser? Maybe it was with Brendan Fraser. I don't remember. I think Morgan Freeman was in it. I have no clue. Morgan Freeman's in every movie, right? So uh let's just say that it's Brendan Fraser and Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> But no, 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 no. But who it really is starring who it really is starring is LaMelo Ball. Lamelo Ball's journeying to the center of the earth. He's gonna be the basement player of the decade.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I think if LaMelo ends up in a good situation and really does some work on himself. Gets a therapist. <laughs> I think that he could, you know, scratch some of that potential. But I, I just don't trust it.
1: Shout out to the minute to to Minnesota's healthcare system. I think we have a great healthcare system in Minnesota. So you know, maybe it's possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, I work for a public school, and my therapy copay is thirty bucks, which is totally reasonable. Yeet.
1: Okay, right. you're taking Anthony Edwards
0: too, right? Yes. All that to say, I'm taking Anthony Edwards, which is a change from. <laughs> From what uh, I have said before, so on to number seventeen. Dylan. Oh, I have to say
1: I'm low oh, yeah. on James Wiseman now. I I was like, oh, maybe we should consider James Wiseman. I'm like, he played three damn games, three uh, games of college basketball, and how would he fit next to Carlton Towns? Not bad. at all. So yeah, I'm kind of I,
0: excited to watch James Wiseman play, though.
1: I, I, yeah, like I think he's gonna be fun and cool and good. But some of it also uh, has to do with I I don't believe that uh, James Wiseman. His character issues are a big flaw for me at this point because of how he interacted with the Timberwolves. Because he didn't he, want to work out for the Timberwolves. Lack of interaction with the Timberwolves. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck you. If you fuck me, fuck you. <laughs> All right,
0: let's move on to seventeen. So at seventeen, Dylan, do you think that it, we the, the the Timberwolves should uh, take like a big swing? Because there's a few prospects that that would be available at seventeen that are a little bit more. Um, risky, like Pokushevsky is a guy that people no! have kind of slotted in this range. I know I'm I'm totally not Pokushevsky either. But the idea of like a Sadiq Bay who you know can be a good role player versus uh like a project player. What what do you think is the more appropriate thing to do with the 17th pick?
1: If Pokushevsky is picked within the first 20 picks, I'm going <laughs> to throw a rock at my television. He is Ooh. 110 pounds. On the heavy end and seven foot a million. Okay. Uh, what I want from the Timberwolves, and this is just maybe a, a general rule, because I think the Timberwolves have maybe some space to be able to get. I, I would love for them to get in like the 10 to 17 range, like a little bit earlier than 17, because I think there are a lot of moves that can happen before then. But my players to watch right now, I want size. I don't want anyone below 6'5", and there are a lot of point guards in this draft, and that's that's kind of a problem to have at 17 because there are going to be a lot of point guards left uh that's why i'm considering maybe we should trade up maybe an ob top in falls maybe Whoa. i think i think isaac Okoro could could land like at 10 i do think that could happen i don't know i don't, i'm not believing in it uh vassell could could drop to number 10 but i'm, I'm saying like these things are are probably way way earlier
2: mm-hmm. the ones that
1: the ones that i think are more realistic uh Number one, Aaron Naismith. I really love him. I want the best three-point shooters we can possibly have. We need to have system fitters at this point. We have our core. Get Mm -hmm. system fitters. Mm -hmm. We don't need these high-ceiling guys. But the other guy who could possibly be a high-ceiling... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, The last guy I really, really, really do want is Sadiq Bey. Sadiq Bey could happen. Maybe at at 17, but probably a little bit earlier than that. Uh, These big guys who can play defense, who can shoot threes... And play within our Ryan Saunders system. Yeah, not uh, not
0: confirmed that Naismith can play defense, um, but he's got right, right, right. Like, physical tools that he probably could. Um, but that's a that's a very safe pick because he is a good shooter and he's going to come into the NBA being able to do that.
1: Absolutely, the last guy. Uh, that I'm maybe thinking about, well, Patrick Williams, possibly that's another name to throw out there. Yeah. But, I think
0: he's going to go. I think if he get if he makes it to the Spurs at 11, I think he's gone there.
1: Oh really? Okay. Well, yeah, that yeah. seems like a Spurs pick.
0: Yeah. Very Kawhi ask, <laughs>
1: very boring ask. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but this is all to transition into who I think you want to talk about probably is Jade yes. Jade McDaniels. So, yes. and that's another guy that I would, I'd be half totally happy with at 17, even though he's a little bit raw, I do think that he has the right frame to work within our system and to be a number three guy. He could be like the the Michael Porter Jr. of the Timberwolves, like this guy who's a project, but maybe he could bring this team to the next mother effing level.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's got like all the physical skill, like the 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 physical uh measurements you know he's 6'9 he's got really long arms he can handle the ball he can like create his own shot he can bounce like he is super enticing and his older brother's in the league and his older brother's got a little bit more of like a, a traditional big man game like he, he doesn't have like the, the dribbling and, and creating abilities that Jalen has but um, or Jaden I don't remember which one is which now uh anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> like don't name your kids Jalen
1: and Jaden when they're like two years apart come on now um especially when there's Jaden when there's uh, Jaden Smith and uh Jalen and Jacoby
0: yeah exactly How many Jadens
1: and Jalens do we have to deal with in popular exactly. culture
0: but I'm I'm super I'm super interested in him and I think that would be I would I would love it if the wolves w- picked him and I would also be shitting my pants for the next four years Um, you know, I'm also interested if like Tyrell Terry, I know he's a point guard, but he's a Minnesota guy. I like him. If he drops a 17, I would be interested in Cole Anthony. If he drops a 17, because I I think there's, there's untapped potential there. Um, Naismith is a great pick. You know, I, I'm, I'm all in the McDaniels camp
1: though. I'm excited for that pick more than our number one pick. Honestly, that's the one that's like, who can we get that will drop? Yeah, and make the right decision after boys are dropping. You know,
0: right. All right, and then the last pick we have in this draft is number thirty-three, top of the second round. Um, my big question is, will Trey Jones be available?
1: That's my big question too. I have no clue what's going to happen at thirty-three.
0: Yeah, me neither. I think. <laughs> I think so. Trey had like a really what was his forty-inch vertical or some shit like? Something oh my crazy. god! Yeah, but yeah. but all He's that like an shit athletic.
1: He's like he's like an athletic Tyus, right?
0: That's- well, yes, and all those. Uh, I was listening to the Zach Lowe pod, and he was talking about how like, or maybe it wasn't Zach Lowe. maybe it was uh, Sam Vecini. Anyway, one of those guys was talking about how all these combine numbers this year don't believe them because they're all oh, being yeah. done individually, and like it, it's just it's not to be trusted. Um, right. But the eight foot five standing reach maybe i could trust that he's got long arms um he's a tenacious defender if we i think the wolves would have to trade up to get him but i I I would like that um other players at 33 this point guard from charleston grant riller he's 24 but he is like uh, an awesome offensive player cash winston from michigan state could be awesome xavier tillman is like a do-it-all big man who might be available at 33 Paul Reed an energy oh my forward type. Um, So there's, there's like some real value to be had at the top of the Devon Dotson from Kansas might be available. There's value. In,
1: I pick cash Winston just because of the name. So,
0: Oh uh, yeah. And that would be dope. And he's, he's great. He was so, he was so good at Michigan state. He just gets the game. He's a leader. He's a great dude. Um, I would love to have him on the Timberwolves. Uh, But yeah, that's the Timberwolves draft. Uh, that was kind of, we really blew our load with all those trades. I felt like afterward I was I was talking to Cy today and he said, "Have you ever ejaculated with a with a flaccid penis?" And I said, "Whoa. That is um a lot."
1: Am I cutting this out of the podcast?
0: <laughs> no, I don't I think he would he would say that to his mom probably.
1: Oh, okay, well, um, I would say it to my mom and then she would not talk to me for a couple months. LOL. <laughs> uh i don't have i'm so sorry i don't have a last minute would you rather or freezing cold take of the north i totally spaced on that i was preparing for the rest of the podcast but i think we had a pretty good podcast this time
0: yeah i think that was great uh thanks everyone for listening next time we'll come with a would you rather and a lens or and a freezing cold take of the north or whatever um until then make sure that you give us a, a rating Make sure that if you're not subscribed, you do set it to automatic download so we can get that download
1: number.
0: <laughs> um follow us on Instagram, Coast to Coast NBA Pod. Nope, or nope, nope. No, no, what C and
1: D C and D pod.
0: We're see C- at C and D pod on yep. Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh I our email
1: dude just do the Coast to Coast NBA yeah, yeah pod. Our
0: email is coast to NBA pod at gmail.com.
1: Yes, Send it. us an email. Number, follow number us on the two.
0: on the socials. Um, we would love to have you, and recommend us to, to your friends um, you if you if you have, friend have friends did. that uh, that like us. We're gonna end it with my little brother's uh, rap group, Human Error, um, and the song is TBD. I don't know. It's gonna be a surprise, but whatever it's it is it's good. They just dropped a record uh, in September.
1: And At Willem Billum. Um, I think that's his <laughs> social. I don't know. Um, I'm following but, him on the Coast to Coast insta that's what's up they He's dropped the record all the time
0: it's dope he is a big skateboarder i'm very proud and impressed um with what they did they they made everything and they did a great job so uh listen to that on spotify um uh, uh, apple music i think that's it but definitely give it a listen human error thanks dill
1: thank you chay love you bye
2: It took two years of the cicada I'm finally making paper From making friends with the neighbors I never thought I'd be major I never thought I would see it Made fish for the seasick Niggas sleep tempurpedic I still made it and beat it I still preach undefeated But walk home empty handed The wounds under the bandage Put there by my mom and dad But he was never present But he know I'm gifted but you know I got it. Still ain't thought about college. Still ain't being honest on how I'ma get out of this. And I ain't worried about that other shit either. I'm trying to find a reason just to see her. I learned to crush the sadness, and all it took was practice. I try to keep with the status, start a clean canvas. I learned to crush the sadness, and all it took was practice, I try to keep with good status, start with a clean canvas. What can my future be? How would flow with a mattress? Made friends be who I am. I don't think I need to change it. Think I just need a refresh. Think I just need to calm down. My went out for recess, won't come back till sundown. Sick of the cycle, depression, anxiety. I need a therapist, I can Can't hold all of me. me. Fallacy spoken by those who you thought to me. be real, not fake. Don't wait for an, an apology. apology. By now, I'm living on borrowed time. time. Death should have kept his receipt. Tend to be nervous, I'll cope quietly. Spent, but I'm working, so save me a seat. You stay starring, habits ain't working for me. Cabernet bottle empty, but where could I be? Mama say there's secrets that some <laughs> choose to keep. If I feel unsafe, put my brother a text away. Uh, break the gauge every time I flesh through the pain. Is it supposed to hurt this much at such an early age? Make it wanna shoot for the stars But I know I'll never make it that far
1: She's not responding and I think it's bizarre Guess I'm not innocent Sounds kinda similar where I was when I dropped the guitar Pray for Brody, hope he dropped the cigar Saying shit, they don't know how it charred See how it
2: burns, see how it scarred Grew old, see how I'm changing True colors, I finished the painting In my room, always making arrangements Saw the sun, even when it was raining Sometimes I don't know what I'm gaining Stay strong in the times it was straining And I'm never taking shit for granted Cause I don't know what I got remaining the sadness and all it took was practice, I try to keep up the status, start a clean canvas. I learned to cross the sadness, and all it took was practice, I try to keep it the status, start a clean canvas. What can my future be? Hard with flow with a mattress, make friends be who I am. I don't think I need to change it. Think I just need a refresh. Think I just need to calm down. My went out for recess won't come back till sundown.